Nigel Morgan here. And the Game Master. And this is Casual Radio. <laughs> Put like a little jazz while. music there. Right, not going to lie, I like that hook. So what do you want to discuss today, Game Master? Uh, you know what? Why don't you tell me some of your crazy security stories? And we'll, uh, since we started that, started that uh, over the weekend, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll go a little bit further with that. All right, so uh, we'll discuss one, and then you'll do one kind of thing? Yeah, we'll just go back and forth. All right, let me think of some really crazy shit. I mean, the problem is we've had so many. <laughs> well, so many fucking weird people doing stupid shit that, like, it's hard to, it's hard to, it's hard to establish, you know what I mean? Narrow them down. It just... Yeah, it's like there's the guy that I work with that maced himself four times. Go with that one. You you leave you, with you, that one. You, you want me to leave with that one? All right. So I uh, I worked evening shift when I first started. It, this is like maybe two years in. And uh, I worked this building. The guy named, I will not say his last name. but um, never use last names. Oh, uh, well, sometimes you do. You got to out him. But uh, this dude was, uh, he was an older heavyset guy. Like, he was pleasant. He was fine, like, easy to get along with. But, um at that particular post, we had to wear pure white uniforms. They were the um, the supervisor uniforms. But because this post was like, this was a place where you would do the live via satellites back in the day. So like senators and the governor and representatives and just, you know, anybody famous from this area would go I there to get on. on like, yeah, like live via, live via satellite for CNN. They would show up at this building, right? So we had to look look professional, quote unquote. Well, this guy did not look professional because he ate constantly. He dropped food all over himself and he had massive like pit stains. And there were like mysterious like yellow stains all over this shirt. And I asked the, yeah. And I asked the site supervisor what the deal was. And this in <laughs> I'm not going to say anything further on that. We'll get to him another day. Smelled like wet dog. Had maced himself before. And that was, those were the stains from it. And I was like, why? A, how do you mace yourself? And B, why does the, why did nobody give him a fresh uniform? Like, it's not that hard, right? Right. So apparently this dude, one of the times was legit. Some a homeless guy threatened him, threatened to stab him. And he whipped out the mace and maced the shit out of this guy. But the wind picked up right as he was finishing off the can. Cause he emptied the can on this dude. And I don't blame hey. him for that. No, I don't blame him. The, the dude that threatened him was a big dude. He maced the shit out of this guy, but the wind picked up and blew it back at him. So you can't blame him for that, you know? Well, no, because it's it's a known fact when, you, when you're training with that stuff. If you use OC spray or mace, if you deploy it, you're going to get some back. Oh, yeah. That's you're, just how you're, it, it is. Well, yeah, it's going to be on your fingers, and a lot of idiots, uh, like, will touch their eyes and shit. Like, I use it on tacos. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, shit, I use it when I'm showering, too, to make sure I get my condo clean. But that's a, that's a completely different story. Moving um, on. <laughs> so anyway this guy working with him on a weekend night and uh he goes out to do a round and this guy would do rounds so this is how he would do it he would put on a black green day cap the what i forget what the album's called the one with like the heart shaped like a hand grenade the really famous one and he would very very slowly turn the hat around backwards and like get his face set because he was like going on a going on a round he was going into danger and he would pull these gloves on and he had these fingerless to the yeah, no, zone. straight up, like paging Dr. Loggins, because he would put, and then we pull these gloves on, 
he would pull these gloves on that he had sewn linoleum strips into, like thumping gloves. And then he would take two mag lights, he had one in each hand, and he would hold them over his shoulders like they were spotlights. And then he he uh, he would walk through the through the building and outside like this. So he goes through. Yeah, oh, this guy was fucking nuts. So he went through the entire. Well, and at the time that building had nobody in it. So like, what was he going to protect himself against ghosts? I don't know what he was doing, but whatever. Like, it's not my problem, right? It's not my problem. He can do whatever he wants. So he goes on this round and he goes through the building. He decides to go outside. He's like, I'm gonna go outside do my round. He got all like un un accoutremented, but he had he he the dude would carry four sets of mace. He had the company Jesus. issued he had the company issued canister of mace, an extra that he put on the other side of his belt, and he had two keychain maces. Like, you know, you, you buy and you like you have have your girlfriend put on her keychain in case somebody tries to steal the car. And they would click open and he would play with it. He'd click 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 click. Oh God. So he walks outside. Two minutes later he comes running back in and his face is fucking tomato red. Tears streaming down his face. He's like, ah, oh, oh, and I'm like, holy shit, he just got attacked. You know, like I was freaking out. Uh, I maced myself in the face. I accidentally shot myself <laughs> in the mace with face. He runs in the building. So I'm like, what the fuck? You know, what do you do? So I called the company number. And at the time, the company number would send, would like dial through to whatever supervisor was on duty. Because back then, the company that we worked for that was actually, you know, a real security company had a supervisor on at all times that was armed that could actually help you. Well, we had had the supervisor come through like an hour before, so I thought it was going to be him. And he was a fairly laid back guy. Called, answered the phone, and it was the boss. Not going to say the boss's name because anybody that knew him would know exactly who it was. We'll call him One Eye. One Eye? Yeah, so he answers the phone, and I said, uh, just maced himself in the face. And there was a pause. See, I would have led with, see, what had happened was... No, see, I, I was fucking, like, 22, dude. I was like, I'm not going to mace himself in the face, boss. You're an idiot. Uh, and so there was a pause, and he says, ah, write it up. Click. So I pull out the old write-up sheet, and I kind of lick my pen, trying to figure out exactly how I'm going to write this down. Because, I mean, this is not something you see every day, right? No. As I'm trying to figure this out, he comes running out of the bathroom. He's got a handful of packets of hydrocortisone cream. He says, here, help me put this in my eyes. And I looked at him and I'm like, no, like, just go flush your eyes out. He's like, no, no, I I did that. It's not helping. And I was like, you're not putting those in your eyes. Like, no, bad. Yeah. So he's like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'll be okay. I'll be okay. So I sit there for a minute and I'm like, well, I can't write my fucking report sitting here while he's sitting there weeping in the chair next to me. So I get up and I go into the building, start to do my round. I come around the front door, which opens into the uh, opens into the lobby where the security guard sat. And the supervisor that I had tried to call that didn't answer the phone was standing there taking his gun belt off. So I walk up, just like, I don't know why you're here, but I don't know what's going on. I, I'm fine. My eyes are fine. Nothing happened. I, just, I don't know. I don't understand. And I walk, I kind of like peek through the window and in comes one eye stomping up to the to the door. And James freezes like a deer in the headlights. And he's just like looking at him like, oh, shit. So he badges and he comes in and he says, oh, oh, shit. He said the one eye, yeah, delete that. Uh, so one eye walks in the door and he walks up to him and he puts his finger in his face. He says, you are suspended pending termination. What kind of moron maces themselves in the face? And they're talking over each other, right? And right. one eye is like, you know, chewing his ass out. And is like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. I don't know what happened. I'm just, uh, and then the, it wasn't my fault. And then and then he stops and he turns and he kind of like puffs up a little and says, you know what? You've always had it out for me. You're nothing but a prick. 
I'm going to go to the ladies upstairs and I'm going to, we're going to start a letter writing campaign. I'm going straight to the governor with this. I'm going to Congress. Now he straight up said he was taken into the governor's office. So he storms outside. Yep. He storms outside. His wife, like five minutes go by, his wife pulls up. And while this was going on, the, the supervisor was like very subtly putting his gun belt back on in case this guy tried to grab it and shoot everybody. No shit. Uh, so, like five minutes go by, he stands outside. He's on the phone, calls his wife. His wife pulls up. He, he starts to take. Yeah, well, because he didn't have his car, she had his car, and uh, he starts on getting my wife. Well, in all fairness, now hold on. If my wife showed up, she handling shit. Well, that's the thing, and it gets better. Oh, her part in this has yet to be played. So he unbuttons. He takes this uniform shirt off, and he like gets ready to get the car, and he stops, and he looks up. And he sees one eye sitting there staring at him and he storms up to the revolving door and he throws it on the ground. And he kind of like gives that nod like, hmm, I showed you and turns and he walks away and he gets in his car. As they're driving away, one eye's phone rings. It's wife. Does this mean she qualifies for unemployment? <laughs> I'm yep. going to have to go with no. And the best part about it was, is if he'd have kept his mouth shut, he would have a job to this day because everybody at that building begged to give him his job back. They begged uh, for him. You need if to he had, Supervisor A. God damn it. Uh, they begged one eye for his job back. Because oh, if, yeah, if they had, uh, if he had just kept his mouth shut, one eye would have had no choice but to keep him on because they begged for him. They begged and begged and begged. Every woman in this building called the office begging for his job back. If he had just kept his mouth shut, he would have had a job to this day. He would still be working there, I guarantee it. And still OC spraying himself. For the fourth time. And the sad part about it was, is there was a supervisor that was on vacation. He is, uh, he's related to one of the, uh, one of the people that works at our post right now, actually. I think you and I have discussed him before. He's done some fucked up shit of his own, but anyway, um, he, uh, he calls my cell phone within, I mean, less than a minute. Nobody at this building has made a phone call since they've gotten there. And he calls and I pick up and he says, did you just get fired? Like, I can't believe how fast rumors fly in this in this world, man. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Faster than you get your pizza delivered. Hell, yeah. And the, it just, it's, it did this happen, but he could have kept his job again. Just could have, it, it taught me a valuable lesson about keeping my mouth shut. Like, I can get you back later, but I don't need to get, I don't need to get you right there. Right. Revenge is definitely a dish best served cold, as, as he learned to his detriment. But, um. One of those wait for it. Yeah. Well, and the, the best part about it was is the, the woman that came came to replace him had an even better story because she uh, she had been brought down from Chicago from yeah from from another from another city. She had been brought down from this city of uh, of inner city violence because she had gotten into some trouble. And I said, oh yeah, well you know that sucks. Whatever. She's like, yeah, I found my bitch fucking another man, so I cut her face off. I broke what? a bottle and I cut her face off. Well, that happened like, quickly. I said, well, okay then. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, so that, that was, was that's just, yeah, that's the story of just and the, uh, macing himself in the face. Wow. And the best part is that just like you just spider webbed into multiple stories that I need information. Oh on. yeah. No, no. The, 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 that's, that's going to be, that's got to be like a, a 10 part epic mini series because that guy, oh, that guy fucked up so much. That guy was wor- a worse site supervisor than anything you've ever seen ever. I guarantee it. Wow. Oh, yeah. And then Which after he was fired. Because I've been a site supervisor. Yeah, yep, exactly. And he puts hey, you wait, to shame. Up. 
what are you trying to well, say? Well, in the best, it, half the best stories come after he was fired because he used to come into my old post to draw paperwork off, and he was still telling me telling me crazy shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, this guy was crazy. So all let's right, hear uh, your story. All right. Well, uh, when I'm done, if you have another one, we'll go with that. But all right, I got. Well, I we got to wait on all that. That that stuff's crazy. I got a classic. I got a classic, and it and it only happened like six months ago or less. Um. I've had my soul taken from me by a man with a sport. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. Oh, you need to call it. This episode's going to be called The Mace and the Spork. Nice. The Spork Mace. (laughs) The Spork and the Mace. It's like the young and the restless, but it's the Spork and the Maceless. (laughs) Yeah. The Mace and the Spork. The The Mace and the the Mason, the sportless. Uh, anyway. Uh, well, you know what? The the best part is, now that I think about this, if we cut out a half an hour block, you and I can probably get famous off just this episode. Yeah, I mean, and the thing about it is, is, is that's not even the best stories that either one of us has. Oh, no, definitely no. But all right, we'll, we'll, we'll go with the uh, spork real quick. So I'm uh, watching cameras, and we see – that or actually, let, let me. Uh, I'll end up cutting that out. What ha- happened was, it's <laughs> that's what it's, you should just okay. call the show. Is you see what ha- happened was, dude. We might. <laughs> we might. <laughs> he did. Fuck. That's how you start all of them. You might as well. And then we find out it's like the number one podcast in the world. What ha- happened I mean, was. Well, I mean, hey, whatever. I, that's nine tenths of what we're going to be discussing. So actually, we just might because this is might as well. Test. I am. This is only a test episode, anyways. So oh, yeah. shit, this is going to be our highest rated episode, right? <laughs> Legit until we're fired. Uh, so <laughs> right at O dark because I work midnight to eight. My very first thing that I like to do is an outside patrol. Now that's a huge area that I have to cover, like five city, city blocks like five, four or five city blocks. And you assume the shift before you has done their due diligence, has done their job, which is not always the case. So I go walking around and I get to uh, this kind of a darked out area of one of our buildings where you really can't see much and there's bushes. And as I come around the corner, I'm like, hmm, you know what? That looks like a body in one of those bushes. I got feet coming out of this bush, and I really can't see much. So I turn the corner, and there is this older man that is just wrecked. He's laying on the ground on his back. He has a pile of his own feces in his hand, and then starts to vomit into the hand. So now he's got vomit poop hands. Vomit poop (laughs) <laughs> so this story like, no 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 wait, wait 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 so we had a handful of dookie and he <laughs> proceeds to vomit into the handful of dookie like why not into the empty hand yeah dude i've actually got what? a report <laughs> <laughs> why would he do this what good I, I don't care how fucked up you are what good could come of this we haven't even gotten started yet this is just <laughs> what i observed coming around the corner so the man is vomiting into his hand full of poop. And I'm like, hold up. Uh, excuse me, sir. And the guy is just mumbling. Like, he is lit. 
he's got bottles of alcohol next to him. Like, this dude ain't getting up for nothing. He couldn't if he tried. You could have a truck full of a million dollars, and his, his ass ain't getting up to get it. He, he's just yeah. out of luck. He was shitty. <laughs> We've all been there, but not this bad. Yeah, so yeah that, some, guy's, that guy's way past. Right. So at this point, I'm only like three minutes into my shift. Clearly, he's been there. There's empty yeah. alcohol bottles all over the place. So in his right hand, he's got poop. I observe him starting to vomit into the hand while I'm trying to talk to him. And then out of nowhere comes a sport. In his left hand, he had a Taco Bell sport. Now, in all fairness, I should have taken that as a lethal threat because my daughter has shanked me with one of those sports. They draw blood. Sports are dangerous, bro. That's true. Sports are dangerous. So he's got a spork in his left hand and he's waving this spork around like a magic wand and he's uh, he said something like, and I keyed up the microphone because I was, I actually was training someone and she heard everything and it is great. So I key up the mic just because I know this is going to be crazy. No one's going to believe this story. I need a witness. So I just key up the mic and I'm like, you're riding this train with me, girl. Right. <laughs> this shit show is a party of three. You're, you're in on this. So the guy's waving this spork around, and he says uh, something about Satan. He said, and I will consume your soul, and he's waving this spork around. I said, excuse me? I said, sir, I just need you to leave. And he said, I'm not going anywhere. You can't make me, and I will consume your soul. And he's waving the spork around, waving the spork around. And then he fucking tries to shank me with this spork. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like... Did you feel like, did you feel like you were having an out-of-body experience? Uh, it was nuts. I'm like, did you just, did, did, I was stumbling. I'm like, did you just try to shake me with a spork? I was like, oh, hell no. Nah. So he's just rambling and waving this spork around. Still, don't forget, there is a right hand full of vomit and dookie. Well, so, yeah, that's what I, that's what I would have hit you with. If I was going to hit you, it's going to be the vomit dookie. Oh, believe me, I stayed far enough back. Once I saw that hand, I wasn't getting close. I'm not dumb. I'm not a rookie. I'm no boot. I, I, I'm not going anywhere near that. So I was out of range, but he's trying to shank me with this spork. You know, I'm far enough away. It doesn't matter. But he's trying, and I'm like, oh, it's a hold up. So I get off the radio so I can make another transmission. So I, I call back in, and I'm like, hey, go ahead and roll an ambulance and local PD. Because this is a shit show I did not buy tickets to, and I am not going to deal with this guy. So, no. All right, well, one of the female officers shows up first, and she's a, she's a TO, a training officer uh, with local police. So I deal with her a lot. She is amazing, awesome, awesome officer, actually. And then the first experience with, and you know who I'm talking about because you, you, you know who he is. The rookie. Oh, yeah. Mr. Parking Garage. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the guy that got the cigarette thrown at him. No, I'm talking about car number 375. Yeah, yeah. I remember the guy that uh, the he guy actually, that was drawn, the guy drawing all the overtime. Yeah, uh, Lincoln 37. Yeah, no, I uh, I uh, I got got all his info written down. We've already we've already dealt with him. Right. I haven't seen him since. So I died. No, he hasn't. So it's like, I don't know if it's his first day, first week, 
but he was brand new. He shows up behind her. And she's like, all right, here comes my rookie. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is going to end well. So he comes up, and the first thing he wants to do is come up to me and say, hey, what do you want me to do with this guy? I'm like, just get him out of here. And without saying a word, the female officer is standing an inch or two away from me. The rookie comes up between us, and I knew what was about to happen. I knew. I knew. And I just said kind of out loud, I'm like, I wouldn't do that. And he kind of looks at me like, I know what I'm doing. And this dude is young buck. I mean, he had to have, uh, she probably changed his diaper earlier in the shift. He was so young. Yeah. And made him a bottle, gave him a binky. So he, he just looks at me and he's like, I know what I'm doing. And then he turns around again and he's like, anyone have gloves? I'm like, I thought you knew what you were doing. So I, yeah, go, right? I go on the back of my weapon belt and, um, my gun, my baton, and behind that, I carry extra gloves. So I pulled out a pair of gloves, and I was like, here you go. <laughs> Good luck. Because yeah. yep. I know what's about to happen. He's going to try and put hands on him. I'm yep. like, I wouldn't do it. The female officer standing right next to me has a grin from ear to ear, and she says, I wouldn't do it. We both actually audibly, loudly said, I wouldn't do it. Both of us, he does it. <laughs> what an so idiot we have on camera he leans in and goes to like pick him up by his shirt and just as we knew whack right in the face he had shit and vomit down the whole left side of his face on his uniform and his body armor vomit and poop all over him well hey that's what he gets the T.O. and I we freaking laughed we were laughing at this poor man i'm like he about to have a bad day <laughs> he gonna learn yep. a good day. <laughs> he's gonna learn something today so he Shit, gets old, hit with this i radio old, it in all stinky britches yep so i radio it into the girl i'm like did you just she responds with i saw it <laughs> love high def cameras by the way so um, he gets hit with this. He is pissed. He's yelling at the guy. The guy's yelling back at him. Here comes the spork. He actually said, I'm going to consume your soul and stabbed him because he was right next to him. He actually stabbed him in the body armor with the spork. I Damn. mean, what do you, what, what do, you do? Oh, yeah, <laughs> What I mean, do you do after that? There is no – I think – if if I was that guy, I probably would have quit if I got a face full of shit and then stabbed with a spork. Like, you can't top that story ever. Right. Like, if especially if he's a rookie, you will never, ever, ever, ever live that scene down. Oh, no, yeah, especially not after fucking talking all that shit about how much of a badass you are. Right. So he backs up. He's wiping this off of him. He is pissed. The training officer? Uh-huh. Me? We laughing. <laughs> I was going to say laughing, laughing nonstop. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. He, he calls EMS. Like, he gave up right then and there. No more. He called He called for the ambulance. He's like, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's going to let them deal with it. Oh, yeah. He's like, PD, out. So he calls, yeah. he, he calls to have him forcibly removed. Now, these guys, I wish I could – I wish I could mention their names because they were on some bullshit. 
they show up and they actually are they go first to the officer and you know they're they're cleaning his face off with uh whatever that water is to, to for bloodborne pathogens oh yeah is. so they're they're mm. using that on the office there and now he's already when saying he's going to steal their souls well i mean he's having a good well time. if you're going to start stealing souls you can't stop halfway through valid valid point. i mean if you're going to steal them you might as well steal everybody's you never know when you're going to need a spare Apparently, so he's <laughs> oh yelling God. at the medics, and he's still got this spork. <laughs> he doesn't have the dookie anymore. The dookie's all been deposited. It's just the spork now. Dookie has been deployed. Oh no! Dookie has been deployed. That's so that is. He's oh. arguing with the medics, and they get they just give up. And the reason I said they were on bullshit was they grabbed him by the feet. Now the man's laying half in. In bushes, but the ground is all rocks and concrete. They just grab him by his feet and drag his ass out of that bush. Mm-hmm. On his back, so shirt comes up. You're talking road rash. They dragged his ass. They were the medics, they were having none of that. Well, I mean, at that point, you've seen everything you need to see to not have any bullshit. Valid. But still, they didn't have to be so brutal on this guy. So no, they drag, but they I drag mean, him out, pick him up, and literally, and we had it on camera. Yeet! They didn't even set him down; they tossed him onto the stretcher. Just tossed him, right? <laughs> Fuck him. So they get him on the stretcher, and the female training officer walks up once he's strapped into, once he's strapped onto it, walks up and takes his spork. Wow! Oh. Spork secured. You know what she should have done? It's just broken the fucking the tines off the fork bits. No, she just took his fork away and threw it in the trash. And Poor guy. They, did, did he say anything? Oh, he my souls, my souls. No, he never <laughs> stopped. He was running up his mouth about it. He was going to fight everybody and babbling. You couldn't understand. He was so incoherent. You couldn't understand the thing he was saying. But <sighs> that was the shift. That my soul was stolen by a sport. By a sport. And hey, you know, and you're a better person for it. That's right. Well, here's another question. Like, how do I, how am I supposed to continue on as a Christian having faith? I mean, my, when I get to the gates of heaven, they're probably going to be like, nah, bro, you've been sport. I mean, a certain former coworker of ours would say that you don't because you parade the, the satanic Bible around. That never happened. But that's a story for another day. <laughs> that will neither be confirmed nor denied. Oh, it'll be confirmed. I was there. Yeah. Shut up, you. <laughs> Whose side are you on? <laughs> I'm on the side of the, the listeners. They want to hear this shit. Yeah. Well, after I edit out the name drops that you, you fucked up. Well, yeah, that's true. There's only a couple of those, though. You got to figure, I've been telling that story for at least 12 years. Like, I, it's hard to change everything. Oh, I get it. I get it. But, uh, yeah. But that was a good time, man. Uh, we'll definitely we'll definitely have to do this again next week. Yep. Well, we are at 29 minutes and 50 seconds. So we hit our half hour mark. Hit a half hour and we're set. That is all for this week. Next week when we return, shenanigans. Shenanigans of bullshit. See y'all next time. And we're out. Oh, no, we got trolls. Hi, it's Aubrey. 
超一颗，你累累累。